and oh. girls that was literally ryan like did that in within like the 10 seconds of us opening this and i was like ryan ryan you have to do that Absolutely. you have to do that and that was amazing so welcome back to our wednesday podcast we do this live every wednesday at eight o'clock roughly so plus or minus 10 or 15 minutes uh so welcome back slightly average guys podcast where we talk about our slightly average topics every single week go ahead and follow us on twitch go ahead and follow us on your podcast of choice and check us out don't forget to like share and follow oh yeah all of the things as the as the hipsters say all of the things mm. all right we need to do a follow-up about march madness because it's over you know play play a sad tune but wah, wah. so we had a big league, a big bracket going on, you know, for, for, you know, some family and then outside people, Ryan. And uh, can you give us the results of that? Uh, mainly, I was like second to last because I just like picked some long shots because I was like, man, I always know because I, I don't watch basketball, really, especially college. And I normally go into it thinking that there's just going to be a lot of upsets. So I just like did a whole ton of upsets all the way across and I was doing good until like three from the end and then i it melted down you had the most amount of points you were in first but then you also had the least amount of points remaining yep, yep. <laughs> so you did really good in the first two rounds mm -hmm. and then you had zero points by like the elite eight yep yep so that, or like the sweet 16 to be honest you had zero points yeah so that that truly happened did not go well for you mm, um no. it did not go well for me either a lot of people it did not go well basically it was between uh three different people uh and they did they did really well unfortunately a lot of people chose gonzaga to win right so when it comes down to the end when you have one person that doesn't nobody had baylor to win it yep so yeah. when you had everybody else who chose Gonzaga, it was like, well, we know who the winner's going to be because if he wins, then he wins. And if Gonzaga loses, then nobody else has Baylor. So there's no chance in anybody else winning. So either way, it was a ton of fun. It was a close call kind of towards the middle of it. I would say like the, the Elite Eight and the Final Fours when it, when it got real dicey with a couple people in their teams. But... I am happy to announce it was definitely a success. And Andy Nassif yes, sir. came out the top winner and hopefully by now has received my $110 right back at you. I did. Thank you very much. So Both congrats to you. Donations. It was a lot of fun. I love this. Uh, I don't yeah. really like set up these type of tournaments and money type situations before, but it was cool. And I'll definitely try to remember to do it again next year for sure. Well, due yeah. to SEC regulations, there it was not a monetary thing. It was just... Whoever won, we all had to flash our nuts to him. That's that's really what happened. Sure. Yep. Uh, sure. No no money changed hands at all. Andy, are you happy with how it turned out? Do you think you could have made a few better picks? Should you have ran away with it like you did? Yeah, I think that. Um, so so my strategy was all number ones in the in the final four, and I was fifty fifty. So you can't really go wrong in that, but. You know, I always try to think of like what what um, upset could happen. The fact that whoever it was um, 
was a 15 seed. I mean, that's like never been done. UCLA. So to, to they were a 12 a, seed. Okay. Uh, who, yeah, whoever was that 15, to, to for them to beat a two, like that's rare. So trying to do something like that is a challenge because you, like you did, you know, you had some upde- upsets. You jump ahead super quick. Yep. So I just tried to do the conservative, like I'm going to go all number ones in the final four. And then at that point, um, I try to look at, you know, different things and I'll look at defense or offense or whatever. But, you know, I just I picked all that and I figured, you know, if Gonzaga makes it all the way through, there's some history there going undefeated. I mean, they went 31 and one. That's yep. pretty, pretty unbelievable, too. But um, Lost I figured the I'd one take that, that matters. Yeah, exactly. Uh, just like a couple teams have done that, right, in pro sports and all. But no, no, I, I'm excited. I Gosh, sure, I, I, if I would have, you know, thought through some of it, could I have made better picks? Sure, I probably could have made worse picks too. But, you know, I, I think it worked out well. Did you, did you, like, do any type of, like, research at all? Or was it more or less just kind of like, I know a little bit of basketball and, you know, I know there's going to be obviously upsets and yeah. you just kind of went with your gut feeling? So both, um, like my strategy's typically always been number ones in the final four, um, because they have the easiest path to get there, right? Yeah. Then typically right around February, I'll really start to watch, you know, who are the top five teams in the in the country, top six teams, and really just look at who got hot, what's going on. Uh, sometimes I'll pay attention to those fringe teams that are like a fifteen or a sixteen seed, just to see. You know, <clears throat> do they have a shot? Um, the only type of research that I'll really do is any of those like eight, nine matchups, uh, seven, ten matchups. Sometimes I'll try to look at those, but to be honest, in this one, I didn't. You know, I, I really didn't do a whole lot other than I'm going to go the good old number ones in the final four, and then let me just take a look at, you know, I'll look at Gonzaga and I'll look at Baylor, see where I can go with those guys. So. Yeah. Did you have Baylor going in the championship against? Uh... I did. You did. <laughs> yeah, I had Gonzaga Baylor. And the only thing, obviously not picking Baylor, but um, in the final game, if you look back, historically, they're very low scoring games. But Gonzaga is not a defensive team. And you saw them get, you know, murdered. UCLA put 90 points on them. And then, you know, whatever Baylor put 80, something like that. So, you know. As I was sitting there, when I texted you, I'm like, wait, nobody has Baylor. I won, right? Um, I, I I realized, like, I probably should have, you know, looked at that a little bit more. But, you know, you never know. So next year, I'll definitely incorporate you know, what what does this team's defense look like? And, and But I think, you know, a 72, 75, 76, like, you know, low 70s is probably the, the final tiebreaker. It would have been interesting to see if Gonzaga won and, like, how that – all flushed out yeah for sure so, oh well. it was uh and then watching that final game was just absurd baylor's oh, yeah. literally like an um like a football team they're so big they're so aggressive their defense was just like amazing it was yeah, just they... incredible to watch like what you thought gonzaga was <laughs> and how good you thought they were and then of course you know baylor could have been playing well and gonzaga wasn't off to a great start right but if they were like both on their a game it would have been probably a lot better but holy cow, did Gonz- or Baylor just literally take control, full yeah. force, not letting anything by, just totally smashed them. 
Yeah, you know, I watched probably the first 10 or 15 minutes, and I was like, oh, okay. And then I turned it off, and then I checked in a little later in the second half, and I was like, you know, good for Baylor for coming out and just like, we got this. This is this is what it, you know, what we're doing. And good for them. I mean, you know, their coach, I think he had been 18 years with that team. So 18 years of hard work, and they won. I mean, I like that kind of stuff too, so I'm, I'm happy that they won. However, it would have been cool to watch the team go undefeated. So anytime something like that can happen, I'm all for, you know, being a part of it. Like I saw that. Yeah. I think that's why a lot of people picked Gonzaga, right? It's because they wanted to see that unfortunate, you know, that event happen. Yeah. But good times. Yeah. March Madness was definitely fun. Um, It definitely slowed down though, right? Once you get that was the first weekend out of the way, then it's just like, all right, maybe a couple games, you know, during the day. Mm-hmm. That's about it. <laughs> oh man, you know, like watching the, the those games, and you're like, ah, I don't, I don't even care that first day. And honestly, uh, we were supposed to be in Vegas for um, soccer with my daughter's team, but they they ended up postponing it and moving it. I would have been at the sports book that whole day, and you know, I would have done individual bets. I would have done, you know, like four game parlays. I would have tried to have done some nonsense like ten or twelve parlay, twelve game parlay for you know twenty bucks and and potentially won two thousand dollars. So uh, that that would have been a blast. I have not done that yet, and maybe next year I'll uh, I'll make the trek out uh, for to Vegas and and spend that opening opening weekend there. Just what a scene that that would be! Wow. Oh. I, I'd be so jam-packed. I don't even know if I'd want to be there. <laughs> yeah. But you know what, though? We we did a conference a couple of years ago during the first couple of days of baseball. And every day before we went, we went to the sports book. We made our bets. And then we went and did our conference. And then as the day went on, just checking scores. And we were hitting every one of them. We were doing two-game parlays. We were in a, like 80, 100 bucks a, a day. And we were just letting it ride and letting it ride. So doing something like that would be a lot of fun. But then when you're in the sports book, that vibe and that that excitement is just such amazing people watching. Because, you know, these guys probably have hundreds of thousands of dollars. You know, and then the, the, the 15 seed team that won, you know who bet on those guys? The alumni from that school. That's the only team that went on that. But And I forget who it was, but they were – a thousand to one odds or on something. And if you would have put 10 bucks on that, could you imagine just, just because, so, you know, there's always that, Hey, I'll give it a fly on and try it bet with the two fifteen or one sixteen, Cause the amount of money you would make would have been insane. So yeah. that, that's probably what you should do is just go in and spend yeah. like 20 bucks a team betting on all of the uh, upsets <laughs> mm-hmm. and then you'll, and then you'll make a hell of a lot of money because it's yeah. bound to happen in March Madness. For oh, sure. it, you know, and when you bet, I don't think you can, you know, whatever. when you bet on sports, there's so many things to bet on, like who's going to win the over under the point spread, like all this crap. And then you could do prop bets, like who's going to win the tip off and who's gonna, like, I just take who's going to win. I, I try not to get too detailed in that because then my brain makes my brain hurt. I, I'm not interested in any of that crap. Just who's going to win? Yeah. All right. So so Andy won. He's uh, making it rain now at his house. Uh, so it's going to be good good times for him and then the Steve household. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah I'm 100 air now. Yeah, 100 air. Woo-hoo. Yeah. Yeah, it pays maybe a quarter of your electricity bill for this month because it's been hot as in here uh you know because arizona is ridiculously warm right now okay if we jump into the next topic the next topic 
Ryan wanted to talk about was scammers. Right. And d- did you have a reason for bringing up this topic, Ryan? Because I-, I have a video slash slash audio clip that I also like with scammers that I want to I want to bring up. But I want to I want to know from you what the intent was for you wanting to talk about scammers. So this could be a little bit of a Ryan's rant <laughs> as well <laughs> that I know we haven't done in a while. So are we gonna? Can we just mix this in with a Ryan's rant and sure. call that a day? Yeah, yeah, works. Works. Okay. For story time, people. Story time. Listen in. Nope. Come close. Grab a come beer. Close. Get comfortable. Come on. I'm over. just kidding. It's not gonna be that. It's not gonna Smooth be that long. So, anyways, I, I go to the bowling alley. Right. I've been bowling once a week. It's been a lot of fun. Corey and uh, and Nathan's girlfriend actually came along too, so that was awesome. And but we have to wait for a lane, right? Monday night, you know, we don't reserve lanes or anything like that. We just get there, and if we have to wait 10 to uh, 30 minutes, you know, whatever. And they do it like uh, like waitresses and restaurants and stuff. They take your phone number. They'll shoot you a text, right, later when it's ready. I'm not worried about the wait. He said about 30 minutes. We ended up waiting an hour. Whatever. That does, That's not what pisses me off. But I gave him my phone number, right, a small little detail that you'd think wouldn't be that big of a deal. Mm. I don't know if it's uh, – correlated <laughs> the next morning starting at 5 30 in the morning i am getting phone call after phone call after mm. phone call for a roman blog whatever <laughs> and i am just like and it's all about mortgage and mortgage and amazing and all this all this stuff roman blog whatever and I'm like just ignoring it, ignoring it. I blocked like two or three numbers because they kept calling, ignore, ignore. And they're just calling me all day. And all I can think about is you stupid bowling alley. I literally just gave you my information and it just got stolen instantly, right away. I'm so pissed off. They won't stop calling me. Anyways, I go into the office. I start answering the phone. Do not call me. I am. They're like normal humans, right? They're They're not like... It doesn't see they're scammers, scammers for sure, but they're like it's not a robot voice or whatever. Stop calling me. I am not who you think I am. Do not block this number. Whatever. Don't call me. Like don't ever again. Don't okay, call. Me. They're okay. One of them just hung up on me. He was like, whatever. I'm gonna call you five minutes. Mask for a different name. My coworker is seeing this. My coworker is seeing the same thing go go on. And he's like, just give me your phone next time. They're like, so, oh, Roman? Yes, this is Roman. Oh, hi, Roman. You know, we're just talking about blah, 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 mortgages and, you know, refinancing and blah, blah, blah. He goes, oh, I'm so glad you called. I'm actually looking uh, for a vacation home on an island somewhere. Okay. You should have seen her voice go from, hi, Roman, blah, 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 to, Roman, I got you covered, man. I'm going to do this for you. We can make this happen. Just her eye. If you could see her eyes, they're just like, I got one. I got him. Yeah. And she's probably like yelling to everybody else, We got one. We got one. We got a hot one on the line. <laughs> There's a bell on the, yeah. Yeah. And so, anyways, at the end of the conversation, obviously he's not interested at all. He just gives him a, a, an extra phone number saying, Hey, this isn't a good phone number to reach me at. You know, call me at a different one, which is amazing. Perfect. Right. But guess what they do? Call you at that one. You don't answer. They call me right back. That's exactly what happened. Yep. So we didn't avoid them at all. But all day, 
they just kept calling and calling. And I was so pissed off because all I could think about is you stupid bowling alley. <laughs> you you just sold all my information and now everybody's going to call me for forever. But it only lasted a day. They haven't called since. So I was so pissed off, though. The uh, um, They did change some ruling that did a, that basically is now allowing robocalls and spam bots to call you a whole bunch again because they changed some government changed something now it's okay to call the crap out of everybody again I, and that happened last Ugh. week so summer Sucks. yeah it wasn't cool so that's i mean that and along with uh that just happened monday right so that was pretty recent but that with what uh you know katie sent out so i was i thought that could also be something good to talk about because it's uh it's relevant i mean scams are everywhere whether you're on social media whether you're uh you know, going to different places or whether, you know, people are calling you. So, yeah. So I, I had one I wanted to talk about because I got this couple of weeks ago, I got down the rabbit hole of a YouTube video uh, thing about scam artists, which is funny. This is even before Katie had sent, sent us anything. It's about scamming the scam artists. So like we're all used to like, like Ryan talked about keeping the person on the line as long as possible to waste their time as much as they're wasting yep. your time, right? Like you're flipping the script on them and like you're doing that. The other one that I've heard of and I've personally seen before is you're flipping it and now trying to sell them something, right? Because like that that's the cool thing and somehow you're talking them into buying what you have and wasting it in, in the reverse order, which is funny. This guy that I, come, that I came across on uh, YouTube is literally like, so far advanced doing like levels that I can't even begin to explain. Um, he goes by scammer payback um, on, on YouTube and uh, we're going to play the clip for people watching video. Uh, you also hear it and we're only going to play like the first part of it. Cause you get the gist of it. But essentially this guy talks like the, the people that try to call in and get, get access to your computer because your computer says they're spyware and they're like posing as Microsoft or something is the scammers that this guy goes after. And uh, uh, this guy somehow talks them into using a certain program that he knows how to backdoor them and essentially can <laughs> delete all of their crap off of their computer while they think that they're accessing his computer. <laughs> That's amazing. Which is brilliant, brilliant. So... Uh, let me go here. We'll fade to that. Everybody can still hear me. Yep. All right. Let's play this. So you have to log in into your bank. I don't need to tell me anything because this call has Just been recorded. All right, now are you there? Oh yeah, I'm here. Are you touching my computer? No, I'm not touching your computer. How's it going, everybody? This is Pro US Gamer Payback. I am so so happy about this video. You have to watch this one. We delete over five gigs, I believe, around five gigs of data from this guy's PC, from this scammer, refund scammer's PC, uh, from <laughs> call list, customer call list, to victim files, to credit card statements, to uh, bank cards, everything, you name it. We've deleted it on this video. Um, we saved a lot of people on this one, I believe. The scammer, not too bright, so I'm glad we got to connect with them. I really hope you enjoy this one. Share this one with your family and friends. Let's get into it. Is this Jerry? Hello. Yes, madam. This is Jerry. How yeah, are you? This is Vivian. <laughs> how are you, ma'am? Oh, oh yeah. I'm wonderful. How are you? I'm fine, ma'am. Well, it's good to hear so, your voice, honey. So so uh, what everybody needs to know is that's just the, the, the lead-in of, of him talking. And that's how he talks. So he's not talking in his normal voice or anything. He's literally 
uh, spoofing his voice so it sounds funky as well, just like I can with the mixer that I have here, you know, to change up your voice. And the whole premise is like, this guy talks to these people for like days straight. I don't know how he keeps them on so long and, and he's not deleting them across all of this. So what he's actually doing is setting up, you know, talking to him be like, oh yeah, I definitely have this. And, uh, I see that problem. Um, but, uh, hang on, my internet's dropping out. So I, I, you know, you can't get access. So he's setting them up so that they, they'll call him back like the next day. So that's why he's, he's like, oh, I'd love, love to hear your voice. It's so nice to hear you again. He's literally already talked to this person like the day before, you know, and set this person up. So like he's setting the scammer up for some crazy stuff. And again, he ends up getting access to the computer to where he's deleting the files in the background. And on this one particular one, he deleted five gig worth of other people's stuff. So all the downloaded credit cards, customer list, everything that, that they had gotten off of other people's computers and stuff that they had stolen, he deletes it. Um, I'm to paraphrase it and I'm not going to play the whole clip because it's 22 minutes long. It's hilarious by the time you get to the end of it, because the guy's like, Oh, I'll, I'll never do it again. I'll, I promise I'll never do it again, but you got to give me back everything from my computer. He's like, hell no, I ain't giving you back. <laughs> your computer. Really? He, the whole time he's like still talking in the, in the funky voice. He's like, I can't, I, it just seems like you're the one taking advantage of me. And I took advantage of you. You know, it's this wow. old lady. It's that hilarious. Good. He just might've killed somebody just then. Yeah. Cause he just, he might've, <laughs> yeah, that's not good, but that's hilarious. Yeah. Though. Like, screw these guys. This is the mm -hmm. scum of the earth, right? Pretty much just yep. trying to scam people, decent people who are just trying to make a living. Yep. That's so bad, but good for this guy. And there's a, yep. there's another one on on YouTube as well. Uh, Kit Boga, I think, is the, the name of that guy, where he actually um, doesn't delete the stuff on their computer, but somehow gets access to other things, like their phone. And, and mm. it's just crazy stuff. Crazy stuff. Somehow, like, they figure out a way to make it look like that, the hacker, or the scammer is coming into their computer, the local machine, but it's actually logging themselves back into their own one. And then they're going through all this stuff and changing it. So they're tracking the IP and seeing where it comes from. It's like, well, who's, who's, uh, I, I did a rod Bob. And it's like, wait, what, what, isn't that your boss? And he's like, no, I don't know what you're talking about. My name's Steve. It's like, awesome. <laughs> That's amazing. Awesome. So have you guys ever been scammed? No. Have I been called to try to get a scam? Yes. Have I ever been yeah, scammed? No. It's everybody like, it's say so that, you know? obvious. It is so, I mean, I'm a tech guy, right? So like, I completely know. I'm like, first off, Microsoft's not going to call me. Second off, yeah. Apple's definitely not going to, the Apple ones are hilarious. Cause when Apple, you know, Hey, this is Apple support and we're calling because you know, there's a update that needs to be done to your phone. I'm like, I personally do not own a single Apple product in my name and everybody that knows me knows this so shut your mouth shut your mouth that's awesome have you yeah. ryan i have not but i've had prank calls from from one of my previous co-workers and uh it was it was not good um i got scared shitless afterwards this is like fresh out of high school this is like i haven't even been at school for about a year at, at Purdue. This is my first year. I'm just like, you know, brand new into the world, all alone. And I get a call. And I'm like, okay, cool. This is the police, yada, yada. He names, he literally names a couple of my friends. So he, hmm. he clearly knows, like, knows me. He's calling to be like a police officer or something at the time, or just like a sheriff or something. 
and basically stating like, hey, you know, an accident happened, Marshall, whatever, some other friends were involved, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, oh my God, like, are the, do I need to come? No, you don't need to come home. Everything's fine, but I will need your social security and just to make double check and make sure who you are. You know, whatever he says, there's a long, and I, I'm believing him. He knows a lot of my friends. This is the freaking share. So I give him like my social security. <laughs> You're an idiot. Oh, 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 no. Turns out oh, to be no. my old boss at, at my, at the, at my other job, right? When I was just in high school. And let me just tell you, he got ripped a new one from my mom. <laughs> what are you talking about? He, he shouldn't have got ripped. That was a learning experience right yeah, there. It was. it was. It really was. Because one, you know, obviously don't ever, ever do that. But I was just like, I don't know what even was going through my head. When somebody knows like your family and friends and stuff like that. And they're like, that's, that's to a whole new level. Yep. So, um, so whole new level. The, the the rule of thumb is if you do ever get called on something like that, you ask who they are, what who they're with, right, and what their phone number is, right, and then you hang up on them, and you research who that company is and what their phone number is, and you just call that company and be like, hey, yeah, then, then, because they may tell you that they're with the Allen County Sheriff's Department, right? Just call the Allen County Sheriff's Department. That's not the nine one one number. And be like, hey, I'm getting this call, you know, saying this. What? That's not legit, right? No, it's not. <laughs> yeah. You know, lesson learned. I'm not going to ever do it via phone anyways, right? Unless, you know, insurance or whatever. But there's and, and nobody times to do that. Nobody. This goes for loans because this is, I'm, I'll go on to my rant here in a second about it. But nobody will ever ask you to verify the whole entire thing. They only ever ask mm -hmm. you to verify the last four, which I also have a problem with because that means the last four it's way easier to just guess. You could just keep starting rotating through numbers. You got 999 mm -hmm. of them to try, or you know, 9,999 of them to try and, you know, to, to hit or just off. You can, like, you can get a credit card just using your last four, you, like almost anything. Like my mortgage was the only thing I needed the whole damn number for. Interesting. Yeah. So, sorry, I went off on a rant there. Um, no, fine. I had my rant too. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's, it's just, uh, that was, this is the same company that I was working with. I'll just a little quick side story. This is the same company that, again, I was I was in high school, maybe like sophomore or junior year in high school. I'm working for a lumber company. And they're like, Ryan, this, this wood is extremely warped, right? You know, you look down it and you're just like trying to look for a straight piece of lumber because you're building something nice in your house or something. Or, or you're building a freaking house. Like, who knows? So you don't want jacked up lumber. Hey Ryan, this one's jacked up. Go to, go inside and uh, get the warp out spray, um, so we can so we can so we can make sure that this lumber is nice and straight. Uh, well, guess who goes inside to go to try find out some warp out spray? I'm like, what? The, I don't see this stuff anywhere. And so I go talk to the front desk lady. I think her name was Beth, and uh, I'm just like, where's the warp out spray? <laughs> she goes, she just she just starts dying laughing. So, anyways, I, I just got teased a lot at my old job. Some might say now that it was hazing and inappropriate, un but it was a good time. What I'm they hearing, called me short bus. What I'm hearing yeah. is Ryan is gullible. Yep. Yeah. Uh, uh, I know. An, I know a another member of your family. I don't. <laughs> I probably shouldn't tell this story. There's another member of Ryan's family uh, that we had talked into. That uh, he, he, we're talking about how, uh, you know, 
toilets on the other side of the equator, actually the water goes the other direction, right? Because that's the I I don't understand it. It's science. All right. Uh, but the the water swirls one direction up here and the other direction down there, right? We had this person talked into the fact that uh, I'm I'm never mind. I probably shouldn't say like that. <laughs> no, people no. people this of, is such a buildup. People of uh, women of other nationalities on the other side of the planet, uh, like from China and Asia and stuff, that instead of the vagina going like this, it goes like this. Oh, my Amazing. God. Instead of... Is that where that was going? Out yes. of all that? Yes. I, you know, I was... Anyway. Uh, anyway, <laughs> I, like, I, I, I tried to bail 80% of the way through it, and that's what kind of bombed it. So, But we actually had this person talked into it. It was, it was quite hilarious. And then we had to explain that that's not how it works. That's not how any of this works. <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh. Uh, any anybody have a, a crazy, you know, gullible story like that that you've you've ever talked somebody into just to keep the joke going? Andy, I feel like you've probably had a few. I do. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so I got two. Um, one was more of a prank, but we uh, we were emailing back and forth at a previous job and there was a there was a whole string and then you know typically email strings kind of diverge into these like one-offs i'm going to talk to you specifically about this or whatever and that string and that road that i went down was to another person on my on the team that i worked on and her and i were talking about another person on our team and how she was kind of dumb or whatever so we so so there's two parts to this Ultimately, what I did is she she sent me back something saying she's an idiot or whatever. So I copied from the previous email everybody's uh, information, like this was the whole email string, and I pasted it in my reply. So that way, when I responded and then she responded, I'm like, did you know that everybody was on the email string? <laughs> well, so so that's one part. Her eyes, like, so we sat in cubes. And the person that we were talking about sat in between us. And I turned around and her eyes were like, she goes, Andy, are you, are you fucking serious? Did I really do that? And there's like the, you know, the CEOs on there, the CFOs on there <laughs> and like sweat her eyes. Well, then ultimately what we did was convince this person that we were talking about that we needed to save some endangered animal that didn't exist. And it was like the red red dolphin or something, something dolphin related. I forget what color it was. So what I did is I went to like the National Geographic website or some website and I opened up the um, page explorer where you can see all the code. And I basically like manipulated enough of it to where I sent her the link. And then when she opened it, it opened and it had that. So like, she felt like this was a real thing. And so we, this went on for a while. And finally, <laughs> I think somebody was like, this, this is the stupidest shit I've ever How heard. How long is a while? <laughs> A week or two, I don't know. Um, yeah, and someone's like, "That's that's not real." Um, so that was fun. That was like a whole. That was that was a day of work. Uh, but then on the the other story was more so of like gullible people. Um, I was doing trainings at another job that Ryan and I worked at, and you know, I do these intro for the class and like, "Who are you? Where are you from?" and you know, inevitably nobody reads what I put up there, right? So it was like four bullet points. What what location or region or state are you from? Why did you get into this business? And like, what are you hoping to achieve? And like your name, nobody would ever read those four bullets and actually give me that information. I might get two, three of them at best. So I thought, you know what? 
let's see how far I can take this and ask for some ridiculous stuff. So I would ask city you were born in, your mother's maiden name, your first pet's name, and then for shits and giggles, I threw in your last four digits of your social. So these are these are all just password protection questions. Yeah, yeah, the, exactly. the random That's password exactly ones. It. Yeah, to, to guess somebody, you know, just to get in. That's exactly it. And so, and the 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 way that our room was designed is so you know you think of like you're in a room and there's a uh, a screen projector screen. Typically, I would stand at the front, but in this case, I always stood in the back of the class, mostly because I goofed around in the back of the class and I was doing silly stuff. But in this case, I backed off because I would post most of the information. And then as I walked away, I would have some of that other stuff slide in, you know, so I could be sneaky about it. Well, so there's about 12 people in the in the class. And the second person was probably tw like early 20s. She was a manager from a store and they were in Houston. And she was like, you know, telling me and reading it. Now, most everybody else is an adult in the room. Like, well, everybody's an adult, but they're like older adults, 40s, but like seasoned business owners, like sophisticated people, smart people, successful people. And she's looking at this stuff and she's like, you know, this and this. And then she's like, street I grew up on. She's like, I don't know. That's weird, I guess, you know. And so she starts telling me. So I did last four digits was the last question. And she's like. She tells me her pet's name, her mother's maiden name, city she grew up in, uh, or the city <laughs> she was born in. And this, this, Yeah. So then she goes, last four digits. And she looks at me and she's like, I mean, I guess so. And I'm like, hold on. <laughs> <laughs> this is another <laughs> learning. I said, so I had to remind her, I go, FYI, somebody in this room is going to take your personal, basically steer your identity because we have all of your password questions now. <laughs> Everybody's laughing. And I felt kind of bad, like, you know, but she didn't even get it. She was like, oh, that's funny, but it never clicked. So uh, I, I would, after that, I, I retired it because I figured, you know what? I'm never going to get any better than that. Yeah, that's, so that's, the that's yeah. really good. Yeah, that's really good. The uh, we, we had one as well. Uh, we went through uh, one of the companies that we worked for uh, in the past, uh, ended up with a lawsuit. And uh, the lawsuit, it was nasty, uh, ended up ending. Um, Everything uh, amicable by the end of it, uh, but it was all all done. Uh, nothing directed at me or Andy. It's just uh, there was craziness involved that we were a part of, and we get we uh, hit a point where uh, the company we were working for now, which was a different one, um, was able to hire people, and we we're looking to hire a few uh, people that coworkers that we previously worked with that were still over at the other place, and uh, so. Uh, one of them calls up. It's like, hey, yeah, you know, I'd definitely be interested. We're like, all right, well, just an FYI, we definitely want you to come in. But because of what just previously went down over the last year, you know, our attorneys uh, uh, want us to have all of our T's crossed, our I's dot dotted. Everything has to be dead in a line. So mm -hmm. we want to make sure that you understand, like, we actually have to do an interview. We actually have to ask certain questions just because it's on, on the docket of different things. <laughs> and... There was, she was like, yep, yep, okay, cool, understand, thanks for the heads up, uh, letting you know. I was like, it, it's still good, just good to be me and Andy, you know, doing it, but yep. we'd still have to do all this stuff and totally document the answers and everything. I was like, it's so dumb, but I was like, it's just what we have to do now, thanks to it. Um, So, it was like the perfect setup for everything. She comes in, is sitting at the table. First off, she has worked with us forever, so she knows yeah. how ridiculous we are, but I had set this up for like three months prior. Like this was like a thing that we knew we were going to do. So we yep. set it up so far in advance and just kept hitting it. Like, Hey, 
you know, and everybody was like burnt out from this lawsuit on both sides and, and uh, you know, everybody that was employees and stuff. So like everybody knew like the angst that was because of that. So it like nothing was surprising. So she comes in first off, we had already decided we were hiring her that, you know, as long as she accepted yeah. the role, that's all, all, all yeah. that mattered. Came in and me and Andy had talked. We're like, let's do this. Let's do a set of questions that exponentially keeps getting more and more and more ridiculous <laughs> until she just calls us on our, on our bolt and, and decides yeah. that like you guys are just full of, full of crap, but hopefully this is a word document that is saved. Uh, I don't think it is. It might be on my, my tablet on my surface over there. I should, mm. I should get it out and look, mm. but me and Andy could tell you some of the questions. So like yeah. just ones, cause she was, you know, coming over for a trainer position and stuff. So, Started out with like actual decent questions because like we went and like looked up like top five you know um, most important questions for like X Y and Z role so like it literally started out legitimate like okay um, what do you want to see in this role you know how do you see this different from any of the other companies that you previously worked for uh, like legitimate then it starts getting into like just crazy things to like the one that sticks out in my head is. <laughs> It's the peanut butter and jelly one, Andy. Like, how was it worded? So it's like, oh, pretend man, I'm blind. Exp yes. Okay, train me. Yeah. Train me yeah. on how to make a peanut butter and jelly sandwich <laughs> knowing that I'm blind. <laughs> oh, like, God, and that, that just sounds so ridiculous as it is. But again, like it was so perfect in the line yeah. of questioning that it just kept, nothing was like out of place. It just kept getting more and more, more ridiculous and yeah. more ramp up, you know? So go ahead. Do you, do you, do you remember one of the other ones? No, but what I was going to add there was, so I was taking notes and my, so she couldn't see my screen, but all I was doing was <laughs> like, do you remember uh, meet the parents where he yes. goes to the, to oh. the airport? Right. And she's just like banging away at the keyboards and she's like, Nope. And just like banging away. So I'm doing that. And I think I saved my notes and it was literally just, just key keystrokes like nothing in there was actual notes so that's what i was doing while ryan's asking these questions yeah it, like literally like what would be your favorite side dish with at a norwegian west restaurant if they only served thai food like like that was by the end yeah. it was like that ridiculous and she never cracked the whole damn time and again so she's that's She's one that like never wanted to put up with our crap anyway. Yeah. Like, just, like, so like, but you could tell by the end of it, like me and Andy were like, she didn't break. So we're like, all right, well, we got to go uh, grab some stuff here. We'll be right back. And we come back with these big foam cop, the, like the foam yeah. cowboy hats that you guys have seen me wear before and come back. We're like, we're just fucking with her. She's like, I legitimately thought right at the end that you were, but everything else was just like so ridiculous. And mm -hmm. we've just w lived through so much hell that, I still Sounded would rather good. put. I still would rather put up with this than what you know who I'm currently yeah. working for. It was is is great stuff. Yeah. Why really would you was. not? Why would you not just be like, damn, this is great. Yeah. I want to work for these guys. Yeah. Again, she had worked for <laughs> us forever, and, and joke around with. The, we only broke when we prior to that at the previous place. I had an office on like the one side uh, of uh, like it was like a bowling alley, and there were offices on both sides. I had an office on one side. She sat in a cube in the middle, and then Andy had the office on the other side. And like, we would just like start slinging jokes back and forth all the time. And the day that I found the, yep. it was, it was 
anchor fails. This is how we started into it. Was the anchor fails, and then I run across the one where the guy's talking about a pig that was born without his back legs. Yeah, and and they named him Chris, right? So this guy's like, yeah, you know, this this there's been a whole bunch of donations to Chris P Bacon. You know, that's his the 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 pig's full name, and this anchor gets to that point and literally loses his like full on loses it like so hard that like i am now crying in my office laughing so hard andy has to come over see it he starts laughing and then from that moment on it was just a whole giggle fest of you know crispy bacon crispy bacon yeah Uh uh-huh yeah that that was a good three hour block of us mm-hmm. just kind of goofing around and she got so sick of it. She went home. She's like, I'm leaving. Yeah. And it was probably two o'clock in the afternoon. Yeah. It was like, it's like two hours in. She's like, she's like, you guys, I'm going home. Like yeah. <laughs> literally I can't deal with it. So th- that same person, this was like a year prior to us, you know, mm-hmm. hiring on with the new company, you know, was still like, I'm, I'm fine with it. You know, it's completely fine. So it was, it was pretty funny uh, yeah. to, to live through. But again, one of those, like, ongoing things that wasn't necessarily like a long-term thing uh, it was a big lead up but it was just how we handled it, it was just pretty funny to me that's great thought, every, thought everybody would enjoy that story mm-hmm. all right i'm gonna move to the next topic something that uh, i randomly just brought up to my wife like a couple days ago and i i really need to ask brian about this and uh, uh, Heather's in the chat. I'm, I'm, I was going to run it past her, too. I need to call her and talk about it. Because uh, both of you guys are, like, kind of in the, the, the mode of looking for... You, you If the market wasn't so ridiculous, you may look for a house right now, right? Hmm. You even may be looking Absolutely. for it in the next six months, but you know how ridiculous the market is. So the likelihood of you even looking in six months is very, very low. Yeah, right? I already started looking, and then yeah. I'm like, no, thank you. Yeah, there. <laughs> so So everybody understands, like in a healthy market, the low volume of availability in Phoenix is 36,000 households. 36,000 homes would be on the market. Mm-hmm. We are like at like 5,200 or something like that right now or or under that. 5,200 to 30-something. less than that. I yeah. heard something got down to 2,500. Yeah. 2,500 homes available in a massive Phoenix area. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's crazy. The one, the house that we almost bought before buying this one, uh, was listed for like two eighty, and when when we were looking, it literally just sold for five hundred and fifty thousand dollars. Oh my! Six years, God. doubled its value and almost doubled its value in six years. Wow! I'm like, this home hasn't. No, well, uh, anyway, uh, that's so, insane. But how crazy the market is and everything, and uh. Prior to having my son, you know, I, I didn't take advantage of going, having the freedoms of just going and doing whatever you wanted, when you wanted, how you wanted, wherever you wanted. And I, I'm kicking myself in the butt. And, you know, I was like, man, I really wish we would have done more. Like, Ryan, you're always going camping and stuff. Love that. It's much easier without a kid. So mm-hmm. it's not that I don't love my son. So, like, what I was thinking, I was like, man, what I should have done well. before and even now it's just harder. That's what I'm trying to say. It's harder with, you know, to, to carry your, a kid around with, with you. It's just, just a lot more to, um, take, a lot more take prep. Care. Exactly. Yep. A lot more, a lot prep. more or less get up and go. Yeah, exactly. A lot more of get up and go and don't forget to bring the diapers and the food and the, <laughs> well, as, as Ryan, mm-hmm. you will uh, probably learn one day, 
um, as the father, it's not just that you're the father, right? And you're that figure and you, you sometimes need to be the person that sometimes remembers the stuff that not, because normally the, the wife's on way more than the, the husband, just, just clear. The mom is always better than the husband. Uh, I'm not, not just saying anything because my wife is nowhere near me right now, nor does she watch this po podcast, but, <laughs> <laughs> um, but, uh, you become the unsung pack mule of the family. Yeah. Yeah. So if you're going to go camping or, or uh, we haven't, I mean, it doesn't snow here, sledding or whatever else, go to the beach, what, whatever it is, you're the one carrying like all the ridiculous stuff. And it's like, how did I become an army man? And I'm carrying like 1500 pounds of stuff from here to there. So that piece makes harder. Anyway, I am way off topic. Thank you. My point was I like adventure and I'm like, why? are we stuck in this mode of having a home, right? Like, why do we all want a home? And it's like, I feel like society has told us that we need to, that's the mm -hmm. next, that's the next progression up. Right. But, and I'm okay with that, like being maybe the end piece. Right. But I, I wish I would have bought an RV when I, yeah. when I was, whether I was, I lived by myself for 10 years. Why in the hell I bought a house when I was like 24? I don't know. Um, I literally should have bought an RV, just lived in that damn RV, hung out, had a good time, parked that thing in a different place every single day, every week, every month, wherever. I'm not even talking about all over the country, just alone of being able to change up the scenery. And like, you're at a campground one, one week, the next week you're at just an RV, you know, regular park along the highway. It doesn't matter. I think that's pretty cool. Like, again, you may. Corey and I have literally thought about just getting well i know a tiny home is a little bit different right because mm -hmm. society does tell you go to school get out of school pay all your debt get a house then you're in debt again i literally saw this meme that was like loans yes i'm finally debt free i'm gonna buy a three hundred thousand dollar house boom yep. into debt and then it's like okay you get up and then you pay that off and then guess what you buy a bigger house and then you go and you just do this same thing up and down, debt free, not debt free, because you're constantly buying like houses. Corey and I've literally talked about it and I'm you know, I could be pretty serious about it is buying a tiny home, having it be totally modern, totally badass, right? And then just, you know, having it be super cheap comparatively, or also getting a uh, one of those sprinter vans and mm -hmm. turning those into just like a luxury freaking mobile home essentially. Yeah. yeah. Which would be amazing. Now we wouldn't be able to have pets or animals might be able to have a small dog, not as big as this 90 pound dog that we have, but I mean, um, he's docile enough being inside, you know, technically you could now that For plus sure. the cat and the, and the cat loves to run out. You're never going to see that cat again <laughs> when you're parking in a different place every single week. But, uh, the, I, so a couple of years back, this was like five, six years ago. I took my wife to a, uh, RV expo, you know, they always have those things that we're just looking for something to do. And they had one of these shows that you go to. And so we went and it was right, I think a year after we bought this house and we're walking around and I was trying to tell her, I was like, how cool would it be to even just have one of these, let alone if yeah. this could have been your permanent host, we really screwed up, should have waited a couple of extra years on the house and could have bought this just for the meantime. And she's like, yeah, but they're just not that nice. You know, and we're looking in the ones that you pull behind like a basic truck. Right. Basic truck. Mm -hmm. So we get up to this point where I'm like, all right, I need you to go in this one. I was like, I don't know what it looks like, but I'm going to tell you it's nice. And it's one of the ones that's the gooseneck trailer that takes the fifth wheel that locks into the, you know, bed of the truck, takes a bigger truck, like an F-250 at minimum. 
uh, in order to pull it. Pretty pretty decent size. It's got a big motor. So I'm like, we're going to go in this one. I was like, and let's not look at the price. But like, look at over everything. So we go, go in the truck. And it's huge. It's got like two and a half bedrooms. Like, because like the other half is like the living room turns into another bedroom. The first bedroom, the main bedroom is above the uh, trailer, like uh, the bed of the truck. So you got to take steps up and it's up there. It's got its own bathroom. There's another um, bunk area in the back, you know, for, for that room. You can put a regular queen bed back there if you want to, but it's also built for kids. It's got its own bathroom. It's got this really nice kitchen. She's like, I'm not shitting you, Ryan. This thing's nicer than our home. I was like, yeah. I was like, yeah. I was like, now how much do you think this thing costs? She's like, oh, it's probably 150 minimum, minimum, right? I'm, and she's like, probably more. It's probably closer to, to 200, probably closer to the value of an actual house because this thing is just so massive, so big. It's not ridiculous, but it, it's really big. Yeah. I'm like, yeah. I was like, it's, it's, you're probably close. It was like, it's probably 150, 125. It was on sale for $79,000. And we're both like, what in the hell wow. did we do? I was like, yep. no shit. I was like, no shit. We, we could like, from our down payment to this thing, I was like, we could have had this thing paid off in five years. Five mm -hmm. years. Totally debt free. You have a whole home on wheels that you can go anywhere that you want to, you know? And it's nice to look at it now, right? Because you say woulda, coulda, shoulda, but like, mm -hmm. I, so that would have been the best thing to have like in, in 2020. In so there, that one, that big, you would end up with at um, uh, big RV areas where you're actually allowed to park. It. I know there's one off of uh, an RV park off of uh, almost Happy Valley and the mm. 17. There's one there. Okay. They're they're all over the place. There's a ton down by Andy. I know that. Mm -hmm. We saw a couple in surprise too when we were playing golf as well. We literally rode the golf cart through it. But mm -hmm. yeah, I mean, I, I'm definitely like, especially with the, the cost of homes. Um, I mean, you can't get any smaller than what we currently live in, right? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so, but, but you add, right. you add the fact that you guys are so adventurous, right? And just want to go someplace else. Well, think about that. You just, you can come back and to your house. You don't have to go to a hotel or whatever else. You're just like, you're in Sedona. You're like, let's just stay for another day. We, the, the whole thing's parked right here anyway, right? Plus the mm -hmm. fact that we are all working so damn remotely right now that we have all yeah. missed the bus on. We all should have like literally went and just rented a whole home in Hawaii for like the whole last 16 months and just been there the whole damn time. Yeah. Missed opportunity. Yep. Well, I guess it's not too late for me. I still work from home pretty much 24-7. So if that's the offer still flying around there, I might take you, <laughs> take you up on it. <laughs> I, mean, I work from home. Katie works from home. You know, uh, Andy works from home. That's well, right. His wife's yep. just going to have to stay. Sorry. Bummer. Yeah, she's got to go in. Those damn essential workers, you know. Yeah, mm -hmm. I think, you know, Corey, the same way. We'll just have to leave him behind and go chill in Hawaii for yeah. a solid month and a half. Yep. Yeah, it's gonna be rough. <laughs> All right. Uh, let's see, where, where where are we at time wise? We're at like fifty minutes right now. So, all right, let's do the final one rather than doing Andy's tinfoil hat. We're we're gonna jump into today. I learned, All right? And I'm okay. do, I'm gonna do it as a blank again because uh, <clears throat> I like those when they're blank. Okay. Yeah, they're nice. Okay. I'm gonna need you guys to fill in the blanks again. There are three answers to this. Okay. Three adult games for the Nintendo Entertainment System, the NES, the original Nintendo, the OG, were created during the 1990s, but Nintendo refused to license them. 
what were their names? What were the name? Even like one, two, three. I don't care if you got all three, but what were the names that of the adult games for the Nintendo Entertainment System? Andy. Hmm. Oh God. It's it's not too vulgar. Like remember, it's nineteen ninety, so like you can't go all crazy. You know that's that's crazy. <laughs> So you're saying games like video games, not board games. Correct. Yeah. The Nintendo okay. Entertainment, the one, the cartridge. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Blow yeah, it. Yeah. You and know. they're adult games. <clears throat> yeah. There were three adult games from the Nintendo Entertainment System, the NES, were created during the 1990s, but Nintendo refused to license them. What? That's weird that you're saying adult games, though. That's throwing me yeah, off. Yeah, it's throwing me off, too. I'm thinking, like, James Bond movies or, like, something. All right. So I'll give you one. Bubble Bath Babes. <laughs> I'm never going to guess the other two. <laughs> wow. I didn't even know that was a game. It's not. Yeah. You, you don't know. They weren't allowed to be released. So it's not like taking a current spin and spoofing it. They were like legitimate games. Somebody, somebody did. Right. Man, the, the other two know. are games you would find in Vegas with funky uh, adult names added to it. Okay. So I'm just going to knock oh, myself no. out of this because I have no freaking clue. I know. I'm, I'm I throwing know. it at you. Hot hot slots is one. So we got bubble bath babes, hot slots, and peekaboo poker. Okay. The, this And this is for the NES, like hot tub babes. Like what the hell would that look like? Yeah. Just a bunch of tan I, bricks. So So get this. <laughs> Um, they are now highly sought after and fetching as as much sure. as $800 per game. And I still have an old Nintendo, so I feel like we need to try to find one of these. So if anybody would like to donate to a fund that can help us buy one of these games to do for educational purposes yeah, for this podcast, this. you can send the money in an, in a sealed envelope to... Slightly average guys at gmail.com. But but make sure but make sure you like don't tell anybody about it. Make sure, you know, I'm just I'm sorry, I'm going from the scam thing that uh, that Katie had sent us <laughs> where they're literally like, get seven hundred thousand dollars in an envelope. Don't tell anybody you're going anywhere. <laughs> just just seal it up Buy gift and cards. just send it. Don't do anything. Yeah. It, that's, that's that's not but, but but legitimately back to the scam piece, like like at the moment where somebody's like, okay. Well, we're going to give you the your tax money as a refund back, but you need to go buy gift cards and then cash them out on this website. Like, like how is that not instantly? Like, wait, the, the government wants me to, like, buy gift cards? Anyway. Yeah. Anyway. So, oh, I had that happen to me. I had that happen. Somebody called as our owner of the company and was like, go to, go, I want to give gifts out to all of our customers. So go buy $5,000 worth of gift cards from Amazon, Best Buy, whatever, and go hand them out and go like give them to me. Yeah, give me and the numbers. Like, okay, <laughs> I didn't mm. do it, but yeah, interesting. I was close. Anyways, yeah, yeah, that's another one. Anyway, so if anybody knows how to get your hands on uh, Peekaboo Poker, Bubble Bath Babes, hmm. or Hot Slots for the Nintendo, <laughs> I know. I'm like, is there actually boob in it, or is it just like weird pixelated, like what it looks like? Uh, uh, Japanese porn now like you know it's just all blurred out like what does it look like because it's already on the Nintendo so it's old pixelated but no just picture that adventurous uh, 
Oh my gosh, I just lost the name of it. The movies. Oh, uh... <laughs> <laughs> Andy's googling. Andy's googling. All right, so hey, it's we lost it's, Andy. No, it's basically um like Tetris, <laughs> and there's a naked lady at the bottom in like eight bit. Ah, it's, uh, that's some good dancing. stuff. That's yeah, some good that's stuff. She's just laying there like this. Like, that's awesome. Wow. All right. Well, we appreciate everybody joining us this week. Again, Wednesdays at 8 p.m. Arizona time. Uh, look it up. Uh, that's when we do live on Twitch and then post uh, sometime. I'm trying to do Thursdays, sometimes Tuesdays. Sometimes it's messed up and I missed the week and then it's all screwed up. Uh, hopefully, I'll get better at that. I apologize. But we appreciate everybody joining us. Please join us again next week. Peace.